welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 127 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about Tony La Russa coming out of retirement to manage the Chicago White Sox. Tony La Russa is one of the best managers of all time. He's won three World Series two with the St. Louis Cardinals, and one with the Oakland A's. I mean, this is a guy who has dominated two different eras of baseball. He was one of the best managers in the late 80s. I mean, those Oakland A's made three World Series. Yeah, they only won one, but they were one of the best teams in baseball. They had the best leadoff hitter in Ricky Henderson. They had the best closer in Dennis Eckersley, and they had two of the best sluggers of all time in Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. And then in the 2000s, He's the one of the best managers with the Cardinals, winning the World Series twice in 2006 with a Cardinals team that was one game above 500, and then again in 2011. Again, those Cardinals had like Albert Pujols, Jim Edmond, Scott Rowland, Lance Berkman, Yair Molina, Adam Wainwright, Chris Carpenter. I mean, those are two different eras where Tony La Russa was one of the best managers in baseball. So I do kind of find it interesting that there are a lot of people people who think that he probably won't age well when it comes to baseball right now. Yes, the man is 76 years old, but those were two very different eras that he was dominating the sport of baseball as a manager. And he's also making a return to the White Sox as the place where he got his debut as a manager. He managed the White Sox from 1979 to 1986. And his last job in baseball was as president of baseball operations for the Arizona Diamondbacks, where he's most known for infamously giving a massive contract to Zach Greinke. So he really didn't do a good job with the Diamondbacks. I think this is a guy returning to a job that is his calling in baseball. I mean, he's been an advisor for the Red Sox the past few seasons. This is a guy returning to where he belongs in a way. I'm not saying this is going to work out for the White Sox, but I do kind of understand the risk. He hasn't been gone that long where the game has changed that much. I mean, to that 2011 isn't forever ago. I mean, yes, analytics have taken over the game, but Tony La Russa has been around the game these past few years with the D-backs and Red Sox, so he must have an understanding of where the analytics are going. Listen, I think he's come to an era where the manager was the dictator, but I think the man has to understand he's not going to have the same power he did with the Cardinals. He's not going to have the same power he did with the Oakland A's. I understand the critique of adding a guy who's like an old grumpy man to a fun and upcoming team with the White Sox and how maybe that's not a great fit, but it's not like they hire Tony La Russa over obvious candidates. Listen, AJ Hinge is a fine manager, but maybe he wouldn't have won a World Series if the Astros didn't have a scandal. Alex Cora was a good manager for the Red Sox. I'm not sure how good a manager Alex Cora is if he's not managing a great baseball team. I'm not sure he's the type of guy who you bring in to make you over the top. I think Tony La Russa has a better resume ahead of those two guys. Even if he is 76 years old, I think I'd rather two or three years of Tony La Russa than those two in A.J. Hinch and Alex Cora. I think Tony La Russa is a better hire than those two right now. I mean, those two are coming off of a scandal, so you would have to answer a bunch of questions about them. With this, it's just a guy coming out of retirement. Yes, there are concerns that he won't fit well with the rest of your team, but I still think it's an okay hire. It's not the best hire of all 
all time? Of course there are risks. But I look at this guy's resume, and again, this is my main point. He dominated two different distinct eras of baseball. The late 80s with Sluggers, and then in the late 2000s with a small ball St. Louis Cardinals team. I mean, the only Slugger on those teams was Albert Pujols. Listen, a lot of people are talking about Tony La Russa, and rightfully so, but the real story about this hire is the guy that got fired in Rick Renneria. This was a guy who was previously fired from the Chicago Cubs so that they could get Joe Madden. This is the second time in his career that he's been fired by a Chicago baseball team trying to make that next step and become legitimate World Series contenders. Again, this guy's career, we all know that there are some managers who are just filling in the space for somebody to take over when the team got good. That had already happened to Rick Renteria with the Cubs. I mean, right after Rick Renteria left the Cubs, they won 99 games in 2015, and then they won the World Series in 2016. Is the same thing happening again to Rick Renteria? If the White Sox take that next step and win the World Series, again, how depressing is that for Rick Renteria? The man who is a finalist for AL Manager of the Year. Again, it's not my place to say Rick Renneria should be the manager of the Chicago White Sox, but way more people are talking about Tony La Russa coming back to baseball and not talking about what's happened with Rick Renneria. Again, right as these teams are taking that next step to contenders, they come up with a consensus that this guy isn't the right guy to manage their baseball teams, and that's got to be a tough career for Rick Renneria. Again, this is the year he finally got the Chicago White Sox to the playoffs, and they were legitimately one of the best teams in the American League. They won their division, they lose in the first round, and he's immediately fired from the team. That's a rough ending to Rick Renneria's stay with the White Sox. And again, he's done this before with both Chicago teams. History is repeating itself with Rick Renneria. I think what's different about this situation is everyone was on board with the Cubs bringing in Joe Madden, and not everyone is okay with the White Sox bringing back a 76-year-old in Tony La Russa. Not everyone is on board, so there's more skepticism to this hire than the previous one that was made by the Cubs. So it's interesting, will this one be as successful? Probably not, but if the White Sox make it to an American League Championship Series or a World Series within the first year, we'll be talking about how this was a great hire for the White Sox. I mean, the Chicago White Sox are a team that's almost ready to make that next step and become legitimate contenders. Just look at their great mix of young talent like Tim Anderson, the shortstop who's already won a batting title. He finished second this previous season. Yohan Mankata, who was a top prospect for the Red Sox, who was traded in the Chris Sale trade. He's probably ready to take that next step and become a star player. Eloy Jimenez, who's one of the best sluggers that nobody knows about. They have an ace pitcher in Lucas Giolito, and they also have veterans like Jose Abreu, the guy who you know who's probably going to win American League MVP this season. He's been a diamond in the rough for so long. Ismani Grandal, the best slugging catcher in baseball right now. And oh, by the way, they have veteran pitcher in Dallas Keuchel, a guy who's already won a World Series with the Astros and had a really good first season with the Chicago White Sox. I mean, with that talent alone, the White Sox should be a player 
playoff team. The question here is, are they legitimate World Series contenders? And I think that's something only time will tell. I think all those players are headed in the right direction. But if there's a misfire this season, we're all going to look at the Tony La Russa hire as a mistake. I want to talk about the part of Tony La Russa coming back to baseball. If you are surprised by this move, you shouldn't be. These guys are baseball lifers. They're sport lifers. These guys end up coming back. I mean, just think about the fact that this was the perfect ending for Tony La Russa's career in 2011. He'd won Game 7 of the World Series against the Texas Rangers. He had three World Series at that point. He's one of the top three managers of his era. I put him in that category with Joe Torre and Bobby Cox. When I think of the best baseball managers of the modern era, I think about those three individuals. Tony La Russa, Bobby Cox, and Joe Torre. Those are the absolute best. So he was already in that category. There's no clear reason for Tony La Russa to come back to the game of baseball other than he's addicted to the lifestyle of it. I think of this as like when Michael Jordan came back and played for the Wizards. There was no reason for Michael Jordan to come back. He had won the NBA Finals off a game-winning shot against the Utah Jazz. He had won six NBA Finals. He'd been six-time Finals MVP. There's no legacy play here for Michael Jordan. The same way there's no legacy play here for Tony La Russa. Tony La Russa is not coming back to win a World Series with the Chicago White Sox. He's coming back because he's addicted to the lifestyle of being a baseball manager and being around the game. Being an executive didn't work out for him, so now he's returning to the thing that he's good at. And at 76 years old, who knows if he's going to be any good. But it definitely shouldn't surprise you that he's returning to baseball. I wouldn't be surprised if there's other guys who come back, like Jim Leland's a guy who I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back and manages baseball. Bruce Bochy is gone from the Giants. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Bruce Bochy come back in the coming years. These guys are addicted to the lifestyle of being a baseball manager and they're baseball lifers. And that's both a good and a bad thing. The bad end, maybe he did ruin the perfect ending of his career. The good thing, maybe he's going to help turn the White Sox into one of the better teams in the American League. Again, only time will tell and we'll see how this season plays out, but make no mistake about it. This should not surprise you that Tony La Russa is back. The surprising thing, maybe the White Sox want him back. One thing I find kind of funny about the criticism of this hire is that Tony La Russa won't adapt to modern day baseball, when in a way, he kind of invented somewhat of the way we use modern day relievers. He turned Dennis Eckersley, an ace pitcher at a certain point of his career, into one of the best relievers of all time. I mean, again, that revolutionized the sport. It's been copied time and time again. John Smoltz was a starter. He becomes a reliever. We wouldn't have had a Mariano Rivera type pitcher if it weren't for Tony La Russa turning the closer into what it was. I mean, before that, a closer was a guy who went multiple innings. But because of Tony La Russa, we ended up getting the Dennis Eckersley, I only pitch in the ninth inning type of guy. We ended up getting Mariano Rivera. We ended up getting Trevor Hoffman, Bobby Wagner, all these of the best closers of all time probably owe their career in a way to Tony La Russa. So to think that the guy that pretty much invented the modern day closer won't adapt to today's baseball is kind of funny to me. And oh, by the way, today's baseball is basically home run or nothing. And this is a guy who managed Mark McGuire when he was hitting home runs or nothing. So I think Tony La Russa is perfectly fine fitting in well with today's baseball. I don't think that's the issue necessarily. 
I think the real issue is how Tony La Russa is going to react to the fact that he won't be looked at as the messiah of his baseball team. He will be looked at as an employee to the top executives of the White Sox. He won't be looked at as the dictator he once was. The way that Dave Roberts is looked at as like a lackey to the Dodgers. Yes, Dave Roberts just won a World Series with the Dodgers, but he's not the main guy who gets all the credit. Andrew Friedman got a lot of the credit for the Dodgers winning the World Series. It's no longer the manager is king. We're no longer in that era of baseball. And a lot of people have talked about how Tony La Russa is against his idea of having fun on the field, like he's against Tim Anderson bat flipping. I get all that. Maybe hiring a grumpy old man to manage a fun baseball team isn't the best idea in the world, but I highly doubt that Tony La Russa has taken this job knowing that Tim Anderson does that and he's going to make a ruckus about it. Like, I highly doubt that's the way Tony La Russa wants this to play out. He probably wants you to think he can fit well and adapt to this type of baseball team. He wouldn't have taken this job if he wanted to, I don't know, ruin all the fun for the White Sox. I don't think that's what Tony La Russa is doing this all for. I think age is a bit of a factor here as well. I mean, Tony La Russa is 76 years old and the previous oldest manager to win a World Series is Jack McKeon when he won the World Series with a Marlins team in 2003. Jack McKeon was 72 years old. That's four years younger than Tony La Russa is right now. I think that's a real skepticism. Can this guy get the job done and help the White Sox become a World Series winning team? I don't think it's because he won't be able to adapt to the game of baseball. I just think it's asking a lot for a 76-year-old to manage a 162-game season and again, try to compete for a World Series. I don't think he's actually going to have issues adapting to the modern-day game of baseball because, frankly, I think that's giving too much credit to modern-day baseball. It's walk, hit, or home run. It's not that hard to decipher. I don't think the manager does as much as Tony La Russa did during his era. I mean, Tony La Russa was a guy who was managing Ricky Henderson when they were stealing bases, when they were playing small ball. Back when David Eckstein was winning World Series MVP in 2006. So I think Tony La Russa had a harder job back in the day when you actually had to manage the game of baseball. Nowadays, you have to just sit back, relax, and watch the home runs fly. I don't think that's too hard of a thing. I think the difficult thing is going through the marathon of a baseball season. And again, the guy hasn't done it since 2011. But I do think if anyone's going to be able to do it, it's going to be Tony La Russa. And even though I don't think this is a legacy play for Tony La Russa, I think if he ends up winning a World Series with the Chicago White Sox, he would end up in that discussion as maybe the best manager of all time. He would have won World Series with the Oakland A's, the St. Louis Cardinals, and the Chicago White Sox. I mean, no one else has been able to do something like that to that caliber. And again, that would be in three different distinct eras of baseball. He's dominated the late 80s, he dominated the early and late 2000s, and then he would be coming back to dominate the 2020s. That would be an insane career, and you would have to say that probably the best manager of all time is Tony La Russa. Again, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if it did happen, Tony La Russa would have a pretty good case for the best manager of all time. And again, the White Sox have had issues with their managers recently, ever since 2005 with Ozzie Guillen. It looked like Ozzie Guillen was going to be their manager for a long time. Then that situation didn't work out. Then they brought in Robin Ventura, and he looked like a young and upcoming manager. And again, that didn't 
last nearly as long as they thought it was going to. So they've had some not-so-great hires recently, and then they bring in Rick Renneria to be a part of the rebuilding process, and he's been through a lot of losing seasons with the White Sox, only to finally turn it around and have a really good season, become AL Manager of the Year, and then they fired him again. So it's not that surprising that the White Sox are like, we're kind of sick of hiring these young upcoming managers. Let's bring in an established guy like Tony La Russa and try to win a World Series title that we haven't had since 2005. And really, they haven't been all that respectable in recent years. I mean, really, what do the White Sox have to lose? If the situation doesn't work out, they can move on from La Russa within one or two years, and they'll still have that young core. They'll still have Tim Anderson. They'll still have Eloy Jimenez. They'll still have Lucas Giolito. They'll still have Jan Mancada. Again, the only person whose years are fading is Jose Abreu. So again, maybe now is their best chance to win. You bring in Tony La Russa, you hope you can turn it around and become legitimate World Series contenders, but it doesn't work out. You can go back to the drawing board and hire the next guy after. I, for one, think the reward way outweighs the risk of it. You bring in a Hall of Fame manager, and again, the players maybe not like him at first, but they're going to respect him when he comes in with three World Series rings, and they know this guy. We all know the name of Tony La Russa. He's one of the few baseball managers that has cachet. Yes, A.J. Hinch has a World Series title. Alex Cora has a World Series title, but they don't have cachet the way that managers used to in the late 90s with Joe Torre, Bobby Cox, Tony La Russa. Now, Tony La Russa is one of the few managers managing today that actually has cachet. And I think the only other name that would have been a good hire for the White Sox is a guy who already has a job, and that's Terry Francona. The White Sox were looking to bring in a guy who has championship cachet, who the players would respect, and they definitely did that. They brought in Tony La Russa. No one has done more in the game of baseball than any other active manager than Tony La Russa. So if this actually works out and they respect him and they win a lot of baseball games and he can get them over the hump and get to an American League Championship Series within the first year of being the manager, I think this has a chance to be a gigantic success. And again, if it doesn't work out, you can move on from him and start over. The White Sox have a young core. This isn't their only chance to become a respectable contending team again. This is just their first try at that. You move on from Rick Renderia because you don't think he accomplished enough last season, so you bring in a legendary Hall of Fame manager in Tony La Russa. I understand the criticism of bringing in a 76-year-old who hasn't managed the game of baseball since 2011, but what I don't understand is the fact that you have to look at it and go, that's Tony La Russa. If anyone's going to be able to pull this off, I think it's going to be him. I think he's still in the game of baseball again. He's had jobs since 2014. He still knows the game. What's funny to me is the way we look at managerial hires in baseball. We criticize these teams for bringing guys with no experience like Alex Cora and Aaron Boone. We're like, wow, why are these teams like the Red Sox and Yankees bringing in these guys with zero managerial experience? Rocco Baldelli with the Twins. These guys have never managed before. And yes, those have been great success stories. But then we go and we criticize a team for bringing in a guy with the most managerial experience ever. I mean, you can't have it both ways. You've got to pick one or the other. I think this is a pretty good hire because, again, he has the most cachet in baseball when it comes to any of the managers not named Terry Francona. I think he has a big advantage, and I think this could really end up 
stuff working for the Chicago White Sox. And I'm rooting for it. I hope the White Sox end up getting their first World Series title since 2005 because I am a fan of Tony La Russa. He's brought in the modern closer. He's done a lot for the game of baseball. I like this hire for the Chicago White Sox, and I think it has a real chance of working out for them. They have an excellent young core of players ready to compete, and I think Tony La Russa is just icing on the cake. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, so please rate, review, and subscribe.